miss that? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of How Did We Miss That? I'm Christine and I'm solo this evening, but it actually works out because I want to tell you guys about something today that deserves its own episode. So while I missed my co-host, I think this one actually will work out being just me this week. So last week here in the U.S., we actually celebrated something that we call Veterans Day. It's a national holiday that began actually as Armistice Day. It commemorates the end of World War I when the armistice was signed on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Lots of 11s going on. It was called this until 1954. And then Congress actually voted to have it changed to Veterans Day because they wanted to honor the veterans of all the wars, not just World War I. So according to data from the Department of Veterans Affairs, there are 19 million veterans as of this year. But as you know, the show is not about the history of veterans. Today, I would like to tell you about a problem that does not get the attention it deserves. It is the occurrence of PTSD among our nation's troops. PTSD, or post-traumatic stress disorder, is defined by the American Psychiatric Association as a psychiatric, psychiatric disorder that may occur in people who have experienced or witnessed a traumatic event, such as a natural disaster, a serious accident, a terrorist attack, war, combat, rape, basically anything that threatens them with death, sexual violence, or like a serious injury. And of course, it's not, you know, not just our veterans, it can be other people as well, but it seems pretty prevalent among our troops. People with PTSD have intense disturbing thoughts and feelings related to their experience that last long after the traumatic event has ended. They may relive the event through flashbacks or nightmares. They may feel sadness, fear, or anger, and they may feel detached or estranged from other people. People with PTSD may avoid situations or people that remind them of the traumatic event, and they may have strong negative reactions to something as ordinary as a loud noise or an accidental touch. So what are the statistics of PTSD among veterans in the U.S.? According to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, Between 11 and 20% of those who served in Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom experience PTSD in a given year. Um, Veterans from the Gulf War are about 12% have PTSD in a given year. The Vietnam War is 15%. We're currently diagnosed with PTSD at the time of the most recent study in the late 1980s. And it's estimated that about 30% of Vietnam veterans have had PTSD in their lifetime. Other factors in a combat situation can add more stress to an already stressful situation. This may contribute to PTSD and other mental health problems. These factors include what you do in the war, the politics surrounding the war, where the war is fought, and the type of enemy that you face. So as you can imagine, there are, I'm not going to say like some things are more severe than others, but obviously the degree of what you experience has to do with what you experienced while you were in the war. Another cause of PTSD in the military, it's it's not all just fighting and being in combat. It's also sexual trauma. This is a sexual harassment or sexual assault that occurs while you're in the military. MST can happen to both men and women and can occur during peacetime training or war. 
among veterans who use VA health care, about 23 out of 100 or 23 percent of women reported sexual assault within the military. 55 percent um, of women and 38 percent of men have experienced sexual harassment within the military. So why is helping our veterans with PTSD so important? Well, here are a few stories that may shed some disturbing light on this question. Courtney Lockhart returned from a bloody 16-month deployment to Ramadi, Iraq, a changed man. His normally very sweet nature was replaced by anger and paranoia. He would hide in the closet at night, started living out of his car. He began heavily drinking, and he actually once put a gun to his own head. Lockhart, who was dishonorably charged, sorry, dishonorably discharged, excuse me, was suffering from untreated PTSD, and he wasn't in his right mind when he abducted, robbed, and fatally shot college student Lauren Burke in 2008. In the 16 months that he spent in Iraq, 64 of his soldiers in his brigade never made it home, including his best friend. I can't imagine losing that many people and my best friend all at one time. It would absolutely cause trauma. The soldiers who survived all exhibited signs of post-traumatic stress disorder and other psychological conditions, 12 of them have been arrested for murder or attempted murder. If that's not like a sign that there's something going on here, I don't know what is. A report by the Death Penalty Information Center says that 300 veterans are on death row nationwide. That's 10% of all inmates on death row currently. Here's another story. At 12.44 p.m. on March 6th of 2009, John Fusen called 911 and told the dispatcher in College Jason, Texas, that he had gotten mad and shot his girlfriend. He not only shot Rachel Joyner, 21 years old, but also her older brother, Travis. Fusen had broken into the house after midnight, not sure what he'd do, but wanting to see his estranged girlfriend. She was actually out with her ex-boyfriend at the time, but she returned later that morning. Fusen, a 25-year-old former Marine reservist, called 911 and almost immediately expressed remorse. When he was arrested, he repeatedly asked the police about the victims and tried to explain why he'd kept shooting Rachel and her brother. He said, quote, I felt like I was in a mode, like training or a game or something. Just this September, 33-year-old Marine veteran Brian Riley shot and killed four strangers in Lakeland, Florida. Riley was a decorated sharpshooter. He served in Afghanistan and Iraq from 2008 to 2010. Admittedly, he killed a 33-year-old mother and her three-month-old baby that was in her arms while he was high on methamphetamines. He also shot and killed the baby's 62-year-old grandmother and a 40-year-old man inside the home and the family dog. Makes me so sad. An 11-year-old girl survived the shooting with multiple gunshot wounds, but I'm sure... She's still in critical condition from what I can hear. After being discharged, he began doing some security work for a church in Orlando where he suddenly began believing God was speaking to him personally. Riley was in Lakeland, I'm sorry, was in the Lakeland neighborhood earlier when he saw a man mowing his lawn and insisted that God told him that the man's daughter Amber was going to commit suicide and he needed to speak with her right then. The man told him that there was no Amber that lived there. So Riley just like left at that point, but he returned to the area earlier the next morning, and that's when he killed the family. They still haven't been able to determine whether the man that he spoke to that was mowing the lawn was 
part of this house in any way, but that's kind of how he found the neighborhood. After shooting at the law enforcement that arrived on the scene and a short barricade situation, Riley surrendered with one bullet wound in his leg. He admitted to shooting the victims and said that God had told him to do it. These are just a few of the horrific stories of violence by veterans with PTSD. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition, lists PTSD among a new category called Trauma and Stressor-Related Disorders, stating that perceived threats to one's life, sustaining a life-threatening injury, or surviving an act of violence can be triggers to those with PTSD. I don't know about you, but hearing all of those totally sounds like combat to me. So I can't imagine coming home after enduring all of that and being expected to live a completely normal life. These men and women have spent months, perhaps years, in situations where the only way to avoid being killed was to be the first one to shoot. The disassociative state caused by PTSD can easily trigger a veteran's combat training. To a civilian, it looks as though this person's completely snapped. But to the vet, like what they see is the literal life and death situation triggered, triggered by the mental illness that they're suffering. There are thousands of pages of research and data about PTSD. But what good does it all do if veterans can't get help when they need it? In 2016, Rand Corp discovered that only one-third of troops with PTSD received the minimum number of therapy sessions after diagnosis. Similarly, less than one-quarter of clinically depressed soldiers received adequate mental health care. Combat veterans have been denied the help they need time and time again. It's time to do better. We have to do better for these people that are sacrificing their lives for us. If you or someone you know is a veteran suffering from PTSD, you are urged to visit the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs National Center for PTSD website at ptsd.va.gov slash get help. You can also call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255 and press option 1 or text to 838-255. To donate and help support our warriors, please visit bouldercrest.org. They're doing some really great work in providing veterans with the support that they need during this time. Now, I know this was a really short episode, probably because I didn't have my my co-pilot, you know, interacting with me at the time, but I did think that this was an extremely important um, topic to discuss. I wanted to make sure that you all had the information and, you know, Here in the U.S., we celebrate our veterans, which I think is wonderful, but just celebrating them isn't enough. We need to help them. Clearly, this is an issue and they're not getting the help that they need. And I'm sure some of it has to do with pride and, you know, in the military, you're taught to be tough and and not back down in stressful situations. But if you know somebody who's suffering, give them that support. Give them the push they need to get help. I hope you all have a great week and we will be back next week with some great stories. 